You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, everyone. This is Good Reverend Jim, and this time I got my friend back with me, Elizabeth. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> Today's our hangover show. We did some damage last night. <laughs> Sunday fun day for us. So if we start sleeping halfway through the show, that's why. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're going to talk about <laughs> stuff today. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk, uh, uh, once again, this show is all about relationships and trying to be a good person. Actually, it's trying to make the world a better place by being mm-hmm. good people. So we preach about being good. That's why I call myself the good reverend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, my tool is usually astrology, but we also talk a little bit about religion because that's probably where you'd be good. And uh, politics, which we're going to talk about today a little bit. Okay. So we're going to start fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Red or blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, I mean, Elizabeth talked about the uh, – uh, um, uh, we talked about how I like to talk about politics, and I like to leave people's names out mm-hmm. because there's so many people involved in kind of decision that it's really hard to blame anyone. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's really uh, – once you start talking about people, things just get bad. And, uh, uh, and last week, I was telling people one of my go-to discussion things always the budget. And did you listen to my show at all? I forgot. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there, it was only you, so I didn't know how exciting it would be. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It was horrible. I hated doing the show. I, I just felt so awkward doing the show. It was just, it was just, blah, just horrible. Why is someone texting me at this time? Oh, um, I got to turn my phone on mute. But no, last week, I uh, so the summary was, uh, mm-hmm. we already talked about when I talk politics, I don't like to talk about people's uh, names and stuff like that, mm-hmm. politics, just people, because there's so many people involved with any decision it's really hard to assign blame to anyone. Mm-hmm. So the only time I would talk about something is if, if like some someone like actually wanted something, they pushed for something, and they actually got what they wanted. You know, then I say, okay, I can blame you, you know, Mister blah blah blah, for, for for that bad decision. Right. But there's, there's so few things that you can do that with that it's really hard to, to blame things. Yeah, too many hands in the pot. Mm-hmm. And uh, my other thing I, I was talking about last week though is I go to the budget, and the reason why I go to the budget a lot is because I think that should be a very easy discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be able to, you know, it should be like pretty easy. I mean, it's just numbers. Numbers pretty black and white. Mm-hmm. I can never have a good discussion about the budget with anyone. And it, it always, like, uh, if, I talk, if I talk about, like, uh, 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 this is where the, the whole bringing people's names in becomes a mess. Because mm-hmm. one thing I always say is, well, Clinton, he balanced the budget, right? Right. Now, when I say, like, Clinton balanced the budget, like I said, it, that's just like a time period to mm-hmm. me. You know, it, it's not so much like the, uh, uh, it's not like he did it, you know, because the budget starts in Congress. You know, right. The, the House has to do part of it. Someone has to do something else too. So when I talk about these different people, uh, it's not so much they did it. They're just like the time markers and, and stuff happened during them. But, you know, who cares who did it? Mm-hmm. But anytime I talk about the budget, it's like, yeah, uh, 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 Clinton bans the budget. First thing someone will always say, you know, Republican anyways, they say, mm-hmm. well, the Republicans did. They're the ones that, that cut the spending. They're doing Congress. It's like, oh, really? All right, okay, that's fine. But yet when Obama was in office and the debt goes up, they're like, well, yeah, Obama did it. It was like, no, that's kind of strange because, you know, before Congress was the one doing it, but now Congress is not doing it. Apparently, you know, Obama has all his power. It's like, what the hell? Right. You know, it's, it's like, why, why are you guys even talking that way? But, uh, the other thing I was talking about with the, uh, 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 the, the, the budget is, is, um, uh, people always talk about dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and when you talk about, uh, dollars, everyone's going to say, well, uh, like right now, Trump is spending more money than any president ever has. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, they, they say he spent so many trillions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then when Obama was in office, he spent more money than any president, too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when uh, Bush was in office, he spent more money than every president. Right. It's just the way that our country grows in population and inflation. 
every president's going to spend more. Exactly. So we say like dollars is like, I think, I don't know what the budget is nowadays, but, uh, you know, if, 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 I think, uh, I think right now we spend about $4 trillion a year. Or yeah. Something like that. And people would say, Sounds well, yeah, right. but Reagan, he, he's, 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 uh, he only spent a trillion dollars. It's like, well, yeah, the country's a lot smaller back then. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't have as much inflation, you know, deflation. Inflation's been incredible mm-hmm. since the last 30 years. So, um, inflation has been really good. Reagan had bad inflation, but, uh, but they, um, I don't know, but whatever. Um, but so when you're talking about budget type things, uh, one thing I look at is, is uh, 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 you know, GDP is mm-hmm. GDP. No. Gross domestic product. Okay. Don't you take economics? <laughs> I think I was sleeping through those classes. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to go sleep right now. Too. <laughs> I'm glad there's caffeine in my pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, G- GDP is a gross domestic gross domestic product. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, if you if you took everyone's income mm-hmm. and you summed it all up in the country, mm. that's GDP. Okay. So the the, the total is the sum of all the incomes in, in the country. Okay. What is that? What is it right now? Yeah. So know. they're basically so they take the the every every salary in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and they divide it between people. No, it's just a total. It's just a total, total of it. Oh, okay. So if you have a person one has, uh, you know, makes fifty thousand dollars, and mm. another person makes you know fifty thousand dollars, so GDP, GDP, GDP for those two people will be you know hundred thousand right. dollars. Just add it all up and stuff like that. Okay. But it's it's kind of like a big uh, economic indicator because it's it's like uh, well, you do real estate. Mm. Oh, by, by the way, Elizabeth does. We should plug your business every now and then, shouldn't we? Yeah, marketplacehomes.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do? What, uh, we are in real estate. So basically we part, we have partners. We do a lot of stuff, but our biggest thing is we partner with new construction builders. Mm-hmm. Um, we represent their buyers in the transaction. We're paid a real estate commission. And in turn, we have solutions to help them get out of their current home. We have a 1% listing. We have a six year guaranteed lease program and we have a buyout where we'll just purchase your home directly. So it makes it nice and smooth transition and you're guaranteed to move. So do you guys have a lot of competition? Uh, we do now. We do now. Not on the guaranteed lease, but like in the last two years, there was a lot more um, uh, companies directly purchasing homes. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. A lot of people don't want the inconvenience. So they just want to, you know, have you directly purchase a home. But it's, they leave a lot of money on the table, but sometimes it just works out better when the home needs work and stuff like that. Um, or they just have too much going on, like five kids and they homeschool and, you know, two big dogs. Yeah. The whole, the whole program sounds really cool. I used to be a realtor. Yeah. And uh, actually, we were surrounded by the real estate industry. My wife's a real estate appraiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be a, a realtor. And I found out I'm not a salesperson. <laughs> 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 and then uh, your ex-husband uh, used to be, he was my favorite mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, he's then does, but now does real estate herself. Mm-hmm. I've been doing what, real estate. company again? I work with Marketplace Homes. And we're national. So I do all of my business. We're all headquartered in Livonia, Michigan, but we all do our business in other states. Like I oversee Georgia mm-hmm. and, you know, another guy oversee Florida, you know, another gal oversees North Carolina. So it's just, it's cool. Uh, we travel there. We meet our builders and, you know, and we know our product and we know our, you know, lay of the land. So, mm-hmm. and then we also flip a lot of houses. So we buy, you know, and we, we have contractors go in and flip them and then we turn around and sell them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. It's totally, it's a different day every day. So that's what I love about real estate. It's just fan. It's like just so cool. I yeah. loved real estate when I did it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just loved it. And I, I think almost everyone should be a realtor at one point. 
mm-hmm. just because you, you hear all these horror stories out there and stuff like that, and they're all true. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, you just, you just, uh, people always like badmouth realtors and stuff like that. Oh yeah, so there's two different kind of realtors. There's your general realtor that does like resale. And then you've got your new construction realtors that sit in the model and they wait for people to come mm. um, or it bring, you know, realtors bring and they sell the new construction. That's what I did with Crosswind Communities um, before I got into Marketplace Homes. So now I sell my programs to my clients, which are my builders, and then also their clients, So which mm. in turn are my clients. So it's pretty fun. I, I really enjoy it. And, you know, I do some training and business development. It's a little, just a little bit of everything. And my boss is really super cool. He lets everyone, you know, work from home most of the time. So we get to spend lots of time with our kids and not miss anything. So <laughs> it's great. It's yeah, really great. I, I enjoy it a lot. I, I think I wish to do it because like uh, there's so many, if you're, even if you're starting a small business, you know, every real estate agent is basically their own small business. Mm-hmm. And it kind of teaches you like, you know, how hard it is to do marketing, mm-hmm. to do sales. And you find out that, you know, it's, it's not so much putting ads out there. It's, it's all people type skills. It really is. That's true. And that's true with any business. You know, yeah. we still have the engineering software, same sales process. Yeah. It, it, it's all just, you know. If you want to sell your business or something like that, you you know you can try advertising how you want to. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. You have to get out there and hit the phones and people buy from people they like. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's exactly. It. So I, I brought up the the real estate in a sense though because like uh, we're, we're talking about the budget, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of times when you're when you're going to buy a, a home, you get a mortgage for example. You know, one thing that doesn't really matter is like is like uh you know um when I say you know talking about dollar terms with a, the federal budget. It means nothing. Like if I told you, it's like, yeah, uh, this, you know, John here wants to buy his million dollar house. You know, are you going to give, give him a mortgage? You know, you know, does it matter how much the house? I mean, you know, the thing that you need to know is what his income is. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is it the house is affordable enough you know, to find out his income? Right. If he makes $50,000 a year, it's like, no, no, you're not getting that house. Right? Well, he might. I mean, it depends. It's uh, what you bring in and what you put out. So it's like all, also, you know, the debt ratio. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My one went to the gutter. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> On ratio? <laughs> so you, what'd you put out? <laughs> That's you, get house. <laughs> you mean, oh, let me let me get my spreadsheets out. <laughs> so we're having a rough day today. <laughs> the mind's not quite functioning properly. <laughs> but the thing, but my point was, it was like, uh, when people like talk about like the, uh, uh, how much the government's spending, you know, like if you're saying spend four trillion dollars, you know, that doesn't mean anything by itself. You know, the big part of the equation is how much income does a con- does a country make? Mm-hmm. You know, can you afford a million dollar house? I mean a million dollar house, you know, is that expensive? Depends how much money you make. Right. You know, so we have to we have to measure things relative mm-hmm. to everything. And so if you're gonna start talking about the budget, um everyone says like we're always spending more and more and more money. Mm-hmm. Um people don't realize like, no, we actually don't. Uh, if if you look at it properly, mm-hmm. so uh, last week I was saying like uh, um, since World War II, mm-hmm. you know, our country used to spend very little money. Period. You know, our, our federal budget used to be very small. Mm-hmm. Um, but since World War II, it's it's been you know the, the spending jumped way up, and and the reason is uh, part of the reason is because uh, we used to not have military. Oh. We, we used to we used to keep, keep a very 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 small military. Mm. I mean, in fact, when FDR we're one with the getting ready for the war and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He was all upset because like we didn't have a military pretty much at all. He's like, guys, we need a military. We I didn't know military. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, like, so, so if you look at the uh, 
I'm going to guess. I can't remember what the exact number is, but uh, we do it relative to GDP. So our country used to spend about 5% of GDP and for the government. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we ran off of. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then the, the wars came up and stuff like that. And then we had the military. So now uh, we spend about 20%. Mm-hmm. Ever since World War II, we spend about 20% of GDP. Mm-hmm. So people think, yeah, we're always spending more and more. It's like, yeah, inflation, population growth. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at uh, you know two big parts of the budget is healthcare and pensions, right? Mm-hmm. So you get more population, you have to spend more money on those those things. So it's always going to go up. But you know, so the the, the dollar figure goes up, but we've always stayed, stayed right around twenty percent mm-hmm. of, of GDP. So it, it wasn't, you know, is I can't get people to quite grasp that. <laughs> We've got the biggest military now, don't we? Because our military also oversees like like Costa Rica, you know, so- South America, and it, and our water system. Pretty much the whole world. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, 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 I think our military. I think if we if everyone combined their militaries, I think our military would still be bigger. Really? Yeah, I mean, we, we just have like obnoxious type thing. Yeah. Actually, Eisenhower, of all people, you know, who was a, a general mm-hmm. in the war, mm-hmm. uh, he was like saying, "Okay, America, this is not a good thing that we have such a big military complex." And it's it's, it's a. I wonder why we did, because of the war. Why do we keep the military? Why did we have such a small military? Uh, because a lot of times, like the militaries are, 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 are kind of like they're, they're you know they're the ones that get power and stuff like that, and they uh, control the people. Look mm-hmm. at all these other countries where the military overruns the government and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where they kind of run the whole show, and they're afraid that the military be used against its own people. Hmm. So that that was one of the big reasons why they didn't do it. Actually, in, in the even in the Constitution, they're kind of afraid of it too because they it makes like the uh, the military isn't really. Come and be funded for like two years or something like that. Mm. So that's one spot to say, you know, we you don't get an unlimited budget. You know, you have to renew this budget, yeah, you know, to make sure that you know we, we stay on track type of things. Yeah, but yeah, but but most of your spending is like a a, a big chunk of the spending is uh, military. Mm-hmm. Um, another big chunk is like a pensions, you know, social security and stuff like that. Another thing is is healthcare mm. and like the like the social security that didn't come around to like the depression. Yeah, so. And uh, some of the healthcare type stuff uh, that the bulk of I think came around in '65. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, but as I said, it's, it's not like our, our spending is like growing every year that much, really. And uh, the times that spending does go up a little bit is as uh, uh when there's a recession. Mm. So, so like I said, since World War II, the average has been twenty percent mm-hmm. of GDP mm-hmm. that, we, that we spend on. Uh, but you know, uh, Reagan and Obama. Both had to fight uh, big recessions, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think many people realize that you know, Reagan had a pretty, pretty bad recession too. Matter of fact, uh, Obama's and Reagan's presidency is, is, is very similar. Really, like uh, they they both um, hit unemployment hit uh, hit ten percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unemployment hit ten percent under both of them, and then uh, both of them uh, they ramped up spending to about twenty three percent. Mm-hmm. Of GDP is that was that when that's back in the eighties when the interest rates were like sixteen percent or something right yeah that's that was the other that was the recession that hit before our last one that's our big that's our I mean, we always have small recessions here and there yeah that was a big one that was a big one we we had I think there's one like uh well the last one was the biggest by far but the depression was the biggest. It, the depression was the biggest. Yeah, yeah the, the, the depression was. The, well, it almost got to be that bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the depression was the biggest because uh, I think their unemployment got to like twenty five percent. Oh, I think. I mean, that th- that was really 
interesting. And actually, if you say these, these, uh, uh, cause a lot of people, you know, when recessions come around, it's like, this. I like the numbers because, you know, it should be pretty black and white. You can prove these things really. I don't like talking about politics where there's things that are really subjective. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, that's just this and that. But, but with, uh, the budget, you know, the, the, we can prove some of this stuff out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and we have so many good, uh, 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 uh case studies. So, uh, for example, like if we have a recession, you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It looks just like playing with the mic. <laughs> it's going to go crash into the ground pretty soon. Actually, she's going down to the sleeper mode. <laughs> she's, she's, she's slacking her chair a little bit. Like, <laughs> I am a little bit. I'm like kind of squished in my chair, so I'm bringing the microphone down a little bit. <laughs> I'm bored of the hell with this political discussion. <laughs> so, okay, here, here's one thing about like, – like I like to talk about the politics. Um, my big thing is the debt, mm-hmm. right? So uh, – uh, um, and one thing I hate is people that cut taxes. I cannot stand it. Really? Yeah. Because it's cheating. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, when I get in the office, uh, I'm going to encourage <laughs> lower and lower. <laughs> 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 um, I hate when people cut taxes because, uh, um, like Reagan, for example, everyone thinks that Reagan, no conservatives like to think that he's a, was a great president. I'm like, why? You know, why was he great? And they think he didn't spend that much money. It's like, no, he spent a ton of money. You know, he, he was fighting a recession also. He spent 23% of GDP. That's a lot. Yeah, you that's know, a lot. He was up there. Like, like I said, Obama did the same thing. Fine. That's, you know, that's how you get out of recessions, by the way. Uh, the best way to get out of a recession is for the government to spend money. Really? Yeah. It's, it's actually one of my high school economics class. One of the big things that they, uh, uh, the teacher told me, he goes, um, if you want to help the economy, uh, spend all your money. If you don't have it, borrow it. <laughs> you know, but yeah, because that's what yeah. that's, that's what makes the, the world go around. And right. if, if you, you know, basically recessions, people just get afraid to spend, so they stop spending. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get this vicious cycle where no one wants to spend because they don't know when the recession is going to end. They don't know if they have a job or something like that. So the reason why government spending is the best way to get out of it because they're the only ones that have, you know, they can spend money. Mm-hmm. They can spend money. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they can get the money from the people that are, are making it and they can just, you know, Spend it on, you know, the military, whatever, you know, whatever they decide to spend it on. Yeah. But, you know, but they can spend it. And you have some like, uh, you know, people can debate these things about how to get the, uh, you know, what's government role is and all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the, the depression, uh, the depression was a, a nice little case study there, right? They, they say, well, let the people, you know, just keep the government small and keep them out of it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the depression started in what, 1929 mm-hmm. and Hoover, Hoover was our president, I think, at the time. Okay. And uh, he didn't do anything. Yeah. You know, he, he basically did not do any spending to get out of the recession. Oh. And basically what happened under him is, you know, he had he had the economy for four years. And essentially the whole time, he just watched that unemployment just skyrocket up to like 25%. Wow. I mean, the, and the thing was, let's not do anything. And then uh, um, when FDR came into office, you know, he ejected up spending, you know, these little different programs and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, unemployment started going down, 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 down. Yeah. It, it did all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that that's a good indication that uh, uh, um, spending is the way to get out of the recession. Because, like I said, as soon as they started spending, mm-hmm. of course, then when, when World War II hit, you know, spending went way up. Yeah. You know, and, of course, unemployment went to zero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, so, you know, spending is a good way to get out of uh, a recession. People say, like, uh, uh, you got to cut taxes. You know, and I, that is actually not a good way to to get out of recessions. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it kind of helps, but it, it doesn't really help that much. 
Well, they probably think that you cut taxes, then you have more money in your pocket to spend, and then, yeah. you know, spending the money is helping. So, yeah, but on the same note, okay, so you cut the taxes, so you have more money to spend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the problem is, you're still in a recession. You think, I don't want to spend my money because right. I don't know when this thing's going to end. Yeah. You know, what kind of investment do you want to do? Yeah. And so that's why it doesn't help out. And actually, um, uh, uh, so one of my big th- things is, 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 is taxes. And regardless of what the spending is, you know, the government should pay for it. You know, there's not a big reason why we should have a high debt. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so if, if we have something like the war pop up, like World War II, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's some unexpected spending. Yeah. Right? Okay, let's get let's borrow some money for that. Right. But you should pay it off. You right. Know, you should pay down the, the debt and stuff like that. Um, but there's really no. And it's like it's like government's like a, a business where you have to make profits. You just take the damn money. <laughs> well, they just keep making it. Huh? So they just well, keep you, making it. You can do that too, but I mean, but you know, that's basically what you're doing with a, with a, a debt is basically making making money. But uh. But uh, the thing that uh, FDR did, though, is uh, uh, people say that you you know you have to cut taxes to help out the economy. Uh, he raised taxes. You know, he, he uh, one of the first things he did when he got in office, he raised taxes, and of course, he increased spending too. Mm-hmm. So the nice thing about uh, what he did was, and you know, he still got unemployment to go down. Mm-hmm. So it kind of blows that whole theory about there is like you know high taxes you now uh, you know kills the economy. He's like no, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the big the big thing is is a. Uh, uh, is you know jump up the spending a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I had uh, at my website. Uh, I have some links up there too. Like uh, uh, I, I talk about a time period between uh, uh, Reagan and uh, uh, and uh, Bush Junior. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's a nice thought. Uh, uh, it's a really good lesson about uh, government period. So our debt was like a you know it's like over like a hundred. Twenty percent of GDP. Mm-hmm. Except this GDP wow. measure is, is what it was. So once you get over a hundred percent of GDP, it's, it's pretty high. Yeah, and there's a lot of countries out there that's like that puts up all the red flags and stuff yeah. like that. But the nice thing about that is because it was the war, right? Mm-hmm. So we had the, in the depression we we're fighting too. Mm-hmm. But the nice thing about back then was is they increased the taxes to to uh, um, you know, pay for all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so over time, from like the World War II, if you do a graph of like a, the debt. Uh, um, from World War II up to Reagan, mm-hmm. it was just like a, a steady decline. Mm. You know, it went down to like 90%, then 80%, 30%. It got all the way down to, I think, like 10% of GDP just before Reagan took office. Mm-hmm. Or it was 30%. I don't know. It got, it got low. But the nice thing is because we had all those nice little taxes to, to mm-hmm. pay for all this stuff. Then Reagan got in office and he cut the hell out of taxes. And the debt just skyrocketed. You know, it, it just it just went up. So he did spending what he's supposed to do for a recession. The, my issue with him is he never paid for it. Right. You know, he just passed the buck down to the next person. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bush Senior, when he got into office, you know, he's like this desk can out control. And uh, he actually he actually increased taxes. And he he did that famous line like "Read my lips, no new taxes." <laughs> yeah, I do. And then he raised taxes. Yep. And his own party pretty much just like ran him out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's I think it's a shame because I think he was a good president. Mm-hmm. But the guy went to war, and the war ended like two weeks. You know, it's like, come on, you know, he should be, he should be like celebrated. Yeah. But no, he raised taxes, and they're like, "How dare you raise those taxes?" Mm-hmm. And, and um, and they ran him out of office, and then got Clinton in there. And he raised taxes more. <laughs> and, but and, everybody loved Clinton. Uh, no, I mean, people have people are very polite about it. Against, but, well, I don't know. Too much to say. But um, the thing was, he, he raised taxes. Uh-huh. And that was a big reason why he balanced the budget. And uh, if you look at the graph of the debt, I mean, once again, it started going down a little bit more. 
And then uh, Bush Jr. got into office. And first thing he did, he cut taxes. So he cut taxes like, you know, we had a balanced budget and he cut taxes. And it's like then once again, the debt started growing up again. It's like, why the hell are you cutting taxes? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why aren't there more people who are just saying, what the hell's wrong with you people? And what, what, what did uh, Trump just do? Cut taxes. Mm-hmm. Guess what's happening to the debt? It's going up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's skyrocketing. Is it? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. I mean, it, 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 it drives me freaking crazy. And people would complain about, uh, uh, you know, they, they, uh, um, and then they complain about like uh like like Obama. They complain, oh my god, that debt went so high and stuff like that. It's like no shit, Sherlock. You guys cut taxes down. Yeah. So I, I was saying about the the average spending for government is twenty percent. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really, like I said, uh, Obama got up to twenty three percent. Reagan also got up to twenty three percent. Right, that just happens. Yeah. But most of the regular time uh, is right around there. Clinton got uh, spending down to I think about eighteen percent. You know, he, he actually got uh, spending actually went down under uh, Clinton, uh, largely because uh, the Cold War Cold War ended, mm-hmm. and so the military budget kind of shrank down quite mm-hmm. a bit because of that. But he also, like he, but but so spending kind of shrank underneath him. Um, but uh, what was I saying? But you know, the big thing though he did was he increased taxes, and, and then he got the he got the revenue up to like twenty one percent. So keep in mind that if if, if we're spending about. Twenty percent all the time, mm-hmm. right? And you get revenue up twenty one percent. That's no big deal, right? Right. So it should have stayed there. Uh, Bush Bush uh, Junior. When he got in office, you know, um, uh, people say, "Well, spending went up." Uh, he debt went up because we were fighting two wars. Um, Bush actually didn't spend that much money. No, his, his spending was right around nineteen percent. Oh wow! The whole time in his office. Hmm. So I mean, he, he went. I think Clinton was around eighteen percent. Mm-hmm. So he did a little bit more spending. Yeah, but the 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 revenue when Clinton left was at twenty one percent. Should have been no the, the debt should have been like going way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't. Mm-hmm. He, he ended up cutting the taxes, and the revenue got all the way down to like sixteen percent. Wow! So I was like, this is like okay, guys, <laughs> why are you cutting taxes? Right. And then they everyone yells at like uh, uh, Obama because of the tax uh, um, uh, because of the debt went up so high. Mm-hmm. Well, when he took. Office, well, for starters, uh, we're finding recession, so Spain went up, of course. Mm-hmm. But our revenue by by that time was down to, I think it down to like 15%. Wow. Because the tax was so damn low. Wow. And uh, Obama, of course, he's having a, a nightmare trying to get taxes raised, especially when Republicans were in the, the Congress. And the only reason he got the taxes to go up, because he didn't increase taxes. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, just because the Bush tax cups expired. Oh. So as soon as those tax because expired, I think he, he he didn't let all of them expire, but just the ones on the upper mm-hmm. higher brackets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as he did that, you know, he got revenue from that that fifteen percent back to eighteen percent. But right now, with the, the Trump tax cuts, mm-hmm. we're right back down to like sixteen percent. He jackass. It's like why the, why the hell you do this thing? And people are like, yeah, he's so great. He's a great president because he does. It's like. You know, he he's, he, 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 he probably is planning on raising it after we reelect no, him. He's not going. No, he's not going to raise taxes. I wouldn't huh? be surprised. Why? Why would he cut them anyways? You know, we have a, we have a, a economy that's booming. And yeah, it's like, it's like why? You know, we should. Have, that's true. The economy hasn't been this good in a long time. Well, no, we had like a what, we had since the recession. I mean, the economy's been. I mean, what well, shit? Even just before he took office. Uh, the economy was so good just before he took office 
that the Federal Reserve started raising interest rates. Right. They were actually trying to slow down the economy so we didn't have to worry about inflation. Right. So we already had a, a, a you know, they're already trying to slow it down. And then he does a, a tax cut that is basically kind of like a stimulus. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why are you stimulating a good economy? Right. And, and they and they're keeping the rates low too. Yeah, which, which I'm I don't know why, but well now, now well now everyone's all there's there's a lot of indications that we have a recession pretty quickly. It's, I keep seeing that and reading that, but I don't really feel that way. I mean, if it, we're probably I think things are straightening out a little bit. If anything, I think we'll have more of a job recession than a housing recession. Yeah, I don't see the housing recession like doing doing uh, going bad or south. I think it might be the more employment. Yeah, yeah. So, so like I said, the, the budget is like one of my, my big pet peeve type things. And uh, like I said, it should be a very easy discussion, but it's just not. Like I, said, I, I just can't understand. It just blows my mind that people keep on like these people that cut taxes and then they bitch about the debt. Yeah. Maybe they don't understand. Not, not a lot yeah. of people, you know, know the government like like you do very well. Yeah. And they don't understand like that decision is actually a negative decision. But they oh, yeah. feel that they think it's a good decision, you know? They say they don't paycheck. That's what's exactly. You know, that's, but they don't know. The repercussions, you know. Yeah, they don't care. It's, it's too far removed from them. They probably have absolutely no clue. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> now, like I said, that, that, that's one of my, my, my big things. And I think if you want to hold people accountable, um, like I said, the, the, whole, the, the whole Reagan type thing where you cut the taxes. Uh, do you know, like, taxes used to be, you know, we have two brackets, right? Mm-hmm. Tax brackets. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, like, the upper tax bracket used to be, like, 90%? Mm-mm. Yeah, ready for World War Two. Wow, because uh, now it's only one, right? Huh? The upper bracket's only like one percent. No, 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 ninety percent. Like the tax rate. Oh, the tax rate. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I yeah. Didn't. Like if you made like a, uh, if you made over like a million dollars in a year, you know, one year. Yeah. You know, ninety uh, percent of that's going away. Ninety percent. Ninety. Ninety zero. So if you make a uh, hundred thousand dollars, oh no, you're in the higher bracket. Yeah. So if you make a one million dollars. Nine hundred thousand is going away. Yeah, it, 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 you know they do the tax brackets, right? So you know for your first, you know your first twenty thousand dollars, yeah, pretty much not taxed at all. So if you make less than twenty thousand dollars, you're probably not getting taxed, right? Then anything above uh, twenty thousand dollars gets taxed at one rate. You know from twenty up to like no, like I said, fifty thousand dollars that gets taxed at one rate, and then anything above you know like seventy thousand or eighty thousand dollars gets taxed at another rate. And then you know they have all these different brackets. Right. So I don't know what the, where the the line was at way back then, um, but basically the the the, uh, um, the top bracket um, they they got they got that's ridiculous. Huh? That's ridiculous. That's uh, that's basically stealing. That's the rich stealing from the from the wannabe rich. <laughs> I mean that if you <laughs> the wannabe the poor rich. stealing from the rich. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like you're making a million dollars. You bust your ass to make a million dollars, and the government comes in and says, "Good, thanks for busting your ass. I'm going to take nine hundred thousand dollars." Mm-hmm. And give it to, you know, me and everybody else and, and pay all these, you know, for these poor people. That doesn't make sense. Um, that seems like a little bit too high. That only leaves you with $300,000. Well, you also had like that money before that. That's, you know, okay, yeah, fine. That's like you make a million dollars, but you're only pocketing 300000 Uh, Well, keep in mind, it'd be like, well, actually, it'd be like anything. Okay, so it's not quite that. It'd be more like a... Um, I just see what the brackets was. It's like let's suppose that uh, uh, back then, mm-hmm. let's say that the top bracket starts at a million, mm-hmm. right? So that means that I made a million dollars as taxed at thirty percent, whatever the, the normal mm-hmm. is, right? I mm-hmm. get that for that second million dollars, 
that's the one that gets charged at the 90%. Oh. The high tax, tax rate. <coughs> Excuse me. So by the time I'm, <clears throat> I'm paying that much in taxes, I already have a shitload of money. Right. I got you. I, I, I made a lot of money already. I got you. So it's like, yeah, it's like, can I get a little bit excessive now? What's the highest bracket now? It's like 40%, I think. And I was like 30 something percent. That's, 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 oh, that's, that's, what, that's, the that's, thing that, that's the thing that Trump what, just dropped. Right. He dropped it down to like 33%. 33%. Uh, before, you know, that's right after World War II that the bracket's way up there. Wow, that's incredible. Um, right before Reagan took office, uh, the tax bracket, the uh, upper tax bracket was uh, 70%. Wow. So it was not quite as bad as the, the one way back when, but it is, is at 70%. Wow. And then Reagan cut that all the way down to like you know, like thirty five percent or something, thirty three percent. So you know that was a a big that's that's why he's so celebrating stuff like that um, because he cut tax way down. Well, rich. but our but our debt just skyrocketed. Yeah. So I was like, okay, nice celebration mm-hmm. there. <laughs> um, tax brackets. So I was gonna look it up, but I can look it up some other time. Yeah, I wonder what I'm curious what the tax brackets are and, and what after how much is because I think it's like one percent is in the highest right now in the highest tax bracket. No. No. One percent. Like one percent of the population is in that oh, high, oh, oh, oh. high. Uh, and I want to say the highest is like it's thirty three percent. I thought it was like. Okay. For tax year, the top rate is thirty seven percent for individuals. With incomes greater than uh, five hundred and ten thousand, thirty-seven, thirty-seven percent mm. for any money beyond okay. five hundred thousand dollars. That's good. Huh? That's good. So I mean, by by the time you start getting that that tax rate, I mean it's like you're already pretty rich. Yeah, you, you, you're doing pretty nicely. So, um, I know it's that high. Thirty-seven percent. No, I didn't know it was like the 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 the, the number was like at five hundred thousand. I thought it was closer to like What's a, the second – what's the uh, tier from there? Uh, where are we at here? Where are we at here? Let's see. The lowest tax rate is 10% for incomes mm-hmm. uh, of uh, 9000 or less. Mm-hmm. 12% for incomes over uh, uh, up to – for incomes over up to uh, – 12% for anything up to like 40000 and then uh, 22% for up to 80000 and 24% up to like 160000 and then 35% for incomes over 204000 204? Yeah. Where does 500 come from? I don't know, but the, 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 but the main thing is it's like a, a lot lower than the 35%. Or seventy percent what used to be way back when. That's that's insane. But you know, the, the, our uh, our uh, but I said our, our does up. But you know, you got so one thing I look at is okay. So you know, to me, it's like you know, have the taxes. Like you can debate like who gets taxed what. Mm-hmm. You know, um, basically, if, if you want to do like a some people like let's do a flat tax, so it's nice and fair. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out what that tax should be. Because, you know, I just told you the government spending is right around 20% mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. So pretty, pretty much everyone would be spending. If everyone was taxed at 20%. Right. should be nice and simple. Yeah. So. Uh, I like the flat idea, actually. Huh? Um, well, that's where you get. Uh, well, I guess that, if, you're, if you're making 40 grand or less, that's a lot. I mean, just to 20, Are, 20% is 20%. I mean, I mean, so. Well, but if you're making, let's say, 12 grand or less, I mean, 20% is a lot, isn't it? 
It's twenty percent. I guess it's twenty percent of your income. Yeah. Yeah, it's always going to be twenty percent of your income. So. I, actually, that's not bad. I uh, wish they. I wish that they could do a flat one like that. Um, <clears throat> have they it, talked about that? A lot of people talk about everything with, with the taxes. Hmm. I mean, but but okay. Here, here's some. So one thing I talk. Um, one thing I look at with the uh, uh, the budget is you know the debt, right? For for starters, you know, let's just agree that we should pay our bills. Mm-hmm. You know that that uh, you know the government can just raise taxes and take money. They don't have to have a business where they have to make a profit. Right. You know they can just take the money. So there's no reason why we should have a you know we should have this debt out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know. Debating how we tax people, that's a worthwhile debate. And that can go into a lot of different things. But, uh, you know, let's, you know, at least people say, hey, let's get the taxes up here so our revenues at least 20%. Mm-hmm. You know? And some people say, well, no, we, we, we don't want to tax. This is one thing you always get people saying. It's like, no, we don't need to raise taxes. We need to cut our spending. Mm-hmm. So people always say that, you know, cut the they spending. Do. We spend too much. We spend too much. Um, I just said, like, from World War II, we pretty much always spend right around 20%. But every, are, every present, you know? aren't we saving for the wall though too? <laughs> isn't that, isn't like the savings? <laughs> I don't know, but but but, uh, <laughs> but the uh, but every present is spending around twenty percent. Yeah. So what makes you think that we're going to be kind of or someone's going to be able to cut spending down to the sixteen percent revenue that we have right now? Right. It's not going to happen. No. You know, it does. Kind of spending is not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go up to and they got issues like uh, uh we're going to cut. You're going to cut uh, 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 the, the Social Security. Well, if you, you cut the Social Security, you're probably going to have to get rid of that tax that funds it because there's mm-hmm. a special tax that funds that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get rid of that, right? So you kind of just purchase up there. There's not that much cutting that's – it's not easy to cut. You can't cut that anyway because then, then our taxes would go skyrocket because we have to pay for all these you know older people because they're not working. They have no money. Yeah, they mean poverty again. So, then they – yeah, it'd be another mm-hmm. – No, so, so – um. So my thing is like uh, so okay so with the the uh, the taxes though um, uh, another thing when I look at like study other countries mm-hmm. uh, one thing I do is you look at their their debt mm-hmm. and see if they're you know just spending out control and stuff like that just putting on a credit card mm-hmm. and so you can tell how the country is that way but the other thing I look at is something called the uh, Gini coefficient G I N I and have you heard that one before I have do you yeah. know this? I don't know what it is. Uh, the Gini coefficient is a, a, a measure of uh, income uh, inequality. Mm. So it's a, it's a, a scale from like one to a hundred. Mm-hmm. So let's suppose that uh, um, one person had all the money or had all the income. Me, I uh, have it all. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone else is, everyone else doesn't have money. One person has all all, all the income. Right? Okay. That'd be a, a Gini coefficient of a hundred. Okay. And let's suppose that. And the, the contrast, let's suppose everyone made the exact same income, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that'd be a, a coefficient of one. Mm-hmm. So it's a scale like that. Okay. Uh, most of your countries out there, uh, they hover right around uh, 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 30%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, 30, a coefficient of 30. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, one of the best countries out there for, you know, of course, uh, uh, it should be like the lower the better. Right, because you know you want everyone making similar incomes. It's not it's not good to have a country where one person's like really filthy rich, right? And a whole bunch of you know that's what third world countries have. We're not Korea. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, yeah, so having having uh, by having so that uh, um, uh, having uh, like a few really really super rich people and having a crap of poor people is not a good country. No, it's not. No, no. You, you want your country to be everyone like similar in- income. You know, when everyone working just as hard. 
Yeah. And, and, and making about the same amount of money. Um, so anyway, so one of the countries that's the best as far as like the, uh, uh, um, the Guinea coefficient mm-hmm. is, uh, Denmark. Okay. Uh, Denmark has a, a coefficient down to like, a, I think it's like 25 or something like that. Wow. It's pretty low. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that country, and actually a lot of those Scandinavian countries are, have a very low gain coefficient. Mm-hmm. And when they do these little studies about happiest countries in the world, mm-hmm. guess who's number one? <laughs> you know, Denmark. You know, it, just, it, it, it makes sense because everyone's like, you know, it's a nice, stable country. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a country like uh, uh, Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, I think their Guinea is right around 50. Mm. So, and... So that's a half and half. Huh? So that's a half poor, half rich com- com- uh, uh, That's a very big income disparity. No, I know. That's why half the country's rich, half the country's poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm probably not even half. Probably <laughs> you not. Know, a, a lot of countries are really poor in that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, America, before Reagan took office, we're, we're bouncing right around uh, 35%. Mm. Uh, I mean, 35 guinea. Guinea coefficient, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the rest of the world. You know, mm-hmm. we're a little bit, I think we're actually more like 37. We're a little bit higher than the, the European type countries. Um, but since Reagan, um, now we're up to like 50. Oh, really? Yeah. Our, our America basically became just like Mexico. And, and actually, when you look at like some of these countries that people say, like, they, they say, like, yeah, any, you know, we don't want to be like, uh, Russia or China, those communist countries where everyone's, uh, you know, is it's supposed to be equal? Yeah. Um, those countries actually, their guinea is way up there too. Yeah. So they may have a theory that we're all supposed to be equal, but no. And and Russia, China, their their guinea is up there at fifty, whatever. It's wow. it really high. You know, the the country that kind of like comes closest to like the the theory of trying to hit the equality best is something like Denmark. Mm-hmm. And um, so so the big question there is is like, okay, so if if you do a graph, and I put the graph up on the website later on, but uh. If you, do, if you do a graph of like this Guinea coefficient throughout the time, mm-hmm. um, like I said, you see it, it starts growing right under Reagan. Hmm. That's interesting. What changed? Taxes. Mm. Taxes. Oh. Yeah, because we went from like 70 down, just from taxing the rich people at 70% um, until, until down to 35%. So the rich stay rich. Yeah, well, the rich now get, to get keep, richer. <laughs> yeah, and it's like poker, you know? It's like, you know, once you have money, it's pretty easy to keep on making money. Yeah. You know, it's when you don't have money. And, uh, um, but yeah, if you, if you, uh, uh, that, that big tax cut, you know, it had a big, huge, uh, impact on our in, uh, income inequality mm-hmm. type stuff, which is not good. Yeah. So it's like, so if you, if you think about it too, if you look at like, uh, between, uh, you know, we talk about like the richest people in, in American history, mm-hmm. um, uh, all of them are pretty much before the, uh, 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 the depression mm-hmm. and uh, after Reagan. Hmm. And because back then they couldn't make their money and keep on building and building and building. They just got, you know, tons and tons of money. And that's where you had like the, the Carnegie's and all that kind of stuff. But in that time period where we had like that 90% and 70% uh, uh, tax rate on, on rich people mm-hmm. uh, in that time period, there's no rich people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's plenty of people that had money, right? but they didn't have the, 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 the complete filth. Filthy, filthy rich. Yeah, they weren't the filthy type of people that, I mean, I mean if you look at like what's that, the, the Vanderbilts, mm-hmm. the kind of money they have, you tour some of their mansions. I mean, they had these like in like uh, Newport, Rhode Have you ever been there? No. Oh, they have all these big, huge, beautiful mansions. Wow. They were just their summer houses. That's crazy. It, it's like, come That's... on, you have a whole bunch of people that are like really, really poor. Yeah. And you got this, this excessively, you know, house. It's like, 
I don't think that's good. That's kind of how I feel about like the NFL, like football. And, you know, they pay these guys like, you know, $20 million to play football. But it's like you've got, you know, for for a three-year contract or something or more maybe. And you got all these, you know, kids that go to bed hungry every night. You know what I mean? Just well, as a, football is one thing, but uh, what about the people that are like uh, uh, some of these CEOs of companies are getting these $100 million paychecks? Yeah, I know. $100 million? It's like, okay, that's a lot of money. No, I agree. And if, if you think about the uh, – uh, uh, so if you think about you know how this – I mean, people are just – I mean, it's crazy how much money some people are getting paid. But if your tax rate is at 70%, you know, people are probably just like, wait a second, um, maybe we should make this money go a little bit more places. You know, not not pay someone such a high thing. Maybe pay some of the, the 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 grunts a little bit more income. Yeah. So I agree. That, that's a that, that's a. I mean, the whole. I think in, if you're 100 percent commission, though, that you know you shouldn't get because you're hustling when you're when you're 100 percent commission. You know, you're like if you don't work, you don't make money. Right. So I think that should be different, you know, if you're going to make a hundred, you know, hundred million dollars from real estate, you know, cause you're busting your ass, then you should be able to keep most of it. But, uh-huh. you know, but if you're a C, you know, CEO or CFO or something, you're walking, you know, with, you know, and your paycheck is <clears throat> enormous for showing up nine to five. I don't yeah, know. Like I said, it, 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 all, it, all, it depends how you look at it. I mean, it's like, how much money does someone really need? No, I, I, <clears throat> I get I, it. I mean, you've got like a, the Amazon guy, I think right now is the richest guy in, in, in the world right he now. He is. Mm-hmm. He has like $100 billion. No. $100 billion. I know, like stupid amount of money. That's just. You know, you have a lot of people that are just like, you know, you know, $100 billion. I know. I can't even. It's like, do you really fathom. need that much money? What are you going to do I, with I mean, $100 it's like, million? Oh, great. Okay. You did. A, you have a nice company. You're making a lot of money. Good for you. But it's like, come on. At what point are you getting like a success though? Yeah. Well, he pays us. Amazon gets paid well. They mm-hmm. they they're taking care of Amazon employees. Um, they're taking they're taking care of really good. I I don't know. I, I don't know. But the main thing is, there's a lot of people out there that you know are are uh, one people one thing people like to point to is like Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, Walmart is one of the richest families out there. You know, most of the family is, is billionaires. Mm-hmm. But most of a lot of the workers are on welfare. Yeah. They're the worst paid workers. Yeah, but I mean, they their workers are so low paid that they're on public assistance. I know it's awful. It's been like a running joke for a long time. It's just yeah, but you know, it's like what do you do about it? Nothing. Hmm? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't work for Walmart. Huh? My kids make my kids are working at a golf course community. Mm-hmm. They work at the banquet, you know, facility, and they do they do scrambles. They do you know set up breakdown dinners, you know, weddings, whatever. Um, and they make $10 an hour plus tips, you know, like they'll, they'll work, you know, an eight hour shift, make $80 and then they walk, they, what they get, you know, $50 in tips and they're 14 and 15. I'm just like, wow. Is it, is it that's good or? I think that's great. I mean, for a kid to go in and have fun and they're working with all their friends and mm-hmm. they're, you know, and they're getting, so the, like people not like when I was bartending, I got tips, you know, you got like $2 and 65 cents, you know, now they're getting like $10 an hour. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but it's kind of low nowadays, though. So. <clears throat> no, but that's – and they're getting tips. So when you work, like, behind the bar, you're getting 10 bucks an hour now, including right. tips. Right. Before, it was like you didn't really – it was like 100% commission. You only got, like, $2.60 uh, – $2.65. You never did, like, a, a study on how, how the uh, prices are different nowadays. They're very different. I mean, I mean – 
inflation. <laughs> well, that's the, the, the thing is like, Talk about like inflation. so I, 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 I like looking at numbers, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, I like to measure things that you know, if something's successful or not, you mm-hmm. know, I like to find ways to measure some things. And one thing is like, I told you, like, uh, when you're looking at the federal budget, you know, don't pay attention to dollars, mm-hmm. you know, percent of GDP. That's a great way to measure things. Mm-hmm. And you can put everything in perspective. You know, if we're hitting 23%, think, okay, our spending is pretty excessive. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're, we're around 20%, you know, that, that, that's, that's, um, uh, that's kind of a good thing. Um, there's a lot of people that, you know, they get focused on these little dollar type things. They, oh my God, dollar doesn't get you what it did way back when. And it's trying to, t- trying to measure things over the time, different time periods is mm-hmm. always a challenge. But what I found out though is if you do it all relative to GDP, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's actually, it's a really good way to measure things. So like I, I did a study once for like, uh, I think I, I measured like, uh, cause people are like saying we should be on the gold standard cause gold would be nice and stable and we have to worry about this inflation, mm-hmm. all, all that kind of stuff. Um, no, hell no. No, we don't go standard because if you look at the uh, uh, the the way that the the value of gold changed over the year, yeah, it goes up and down, up and down. I mean, it just goes yeah. all all over the place. But you know, if you look at like the the dollar type terms, um, you know, if, if I took like the uh, you know like the, the the GDP and stuff like that, and, and, and like measured how much someone got paid, for example, how much an engineer salary is, mm-hmm. you know, relative to GDP, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty stable. You know, it's, it's always about, yeah. you know, it's always about, you know, you can do a little math type thing, but it's, it's the same percentage mm-hmm. of GDP all the way across. So I, I need to take that number down there because like when I was in like a, you know, my first job, what was minimum wage back then? Like three bucks or something like that or three seventy five mm-hmm. or, or three dollars or something like that? Uh, back, geez. Yeah. Low. Low. It was like, yeah, it was like three something. Yeah. And then I remember I was probably... In high school, when it was like four dollars and eleven cents or something. Yeah, but was, but you know, which is you know, it'd be interesting to see how that how that stays relative. Well, actually, I think it's, it's not came up with inflation. I think they say right now for you know they're talking about that fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, oh my god, I guess that's so much money because you know back then we only had three bucks minimum wage. Yeah. But I think if you adjust it for inflation and stuff like that, it comes to around fifteen bucks. Yeah, well, that's why I was surprised that like the kids are you know, and, and even in the restaurants now they're all getting paid ten dollars an hour plus tips. I can't believe so many people get paid ten bucks an hour. It's crazy. I mean, it's just uh, uh or, or you know, it seems like very few people are like, it seems like very few people make over, over fifteen bucks an hour. Or it seems like there's a lot of people that make a lot less. Yeah. And, uh, uh. The whole income inequality type thing is really interesting. And uh, like I said, you, sometimes they like say that, you know, people, the people that made the money, you know, deserve all the money. But, but you know, it's like they have companies where they have employees that are, you know, doing the work. It's like, why aren't they getting a, a decent? Salary? Yeah. Why should the one person on top get $100 million? Why get someone down there that mm-hmm. you know, is in poverty, mm-hmm. you know, working for your company, making the money for you. Mm, right. <laughs> that's, that's why I like where I work. Cause you know, they're paid. Everyone's paid. Like I bring in, you know, the doors and then have us find a solution for them. But then everyone that touches that, cause you know, it's hard to do what we do. It's, it's hard for one person to wear all those hats. Mm-hmm. So there's a few hands that touch, you know, this house, but they all get, you know, paid, you know, everyone gets paid good on it. So, yeah. You know, because it takes a whole team to make, you know, do what we need to do to make sure it's done right. Mm -hmm. And that's how, you know, how we're, it's like, you know, an engine, you can't put oil or water in an engine. Yeah. So (laughs) if everybody's paid well, then everyone feels, you know, um, like they're doing, they're pulling their weight and they're not like, gosh, I'm doing all the work and she's getting all the money. You Mm -hmm. know, they don't feel like that. So, you know, so it 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 makes, it sounds like a good company. It is. It's great. It's a great company. And 
there's some companies out there that do a really nice job of warning the workers. But mm-hmm. um, you know, one thing I found out in business is um, it's very easy to keep people people's wages down. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think I mean it's amazing. I remember uh, having some people that that, that um, work for us and stuff like that, and and I think they were only they're getting paid like thirteen bucks an hour. And it's like, or some people that are in the field I work with, like I, I to be, do I, admin work. I used to be a designer. I was lucky because someone, uh, as a designer, and I was lucky because someone told me very honestly, "Look at, um, here's how the game works. You can make a lot of money in this this business. Mm-hmm. If you don't get a two dollar two dollar an hour raise every six months, leave." Wow. And I think my first job was like nine bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. And if if I didn't get my raise, it's like, see ya. Yeah. And I went from like nine bucks to like, uh, you know, like, like that, I think like 13 bucks or something like that. The next job. And then, uh, they missed me on a raise. I was like, screw it. I'm gone. Got up to 15 bucks an hour. Wow. I think within two, two years, I think up from like nine bucks to 17 bucks an hour. Wow. And I, awesome. I could have, you know, in that, in that field, it was kind of a nice field where you can get, you know, if I was staying on that path, I can get up to like 25, 30 bucks pretty quickly. Wow. And I was on the right track for doing that kind of stuff. I was lucky because someone taught me, told me to do that and I actually did do it. So I knew that I could make the money real quickly, but I had friends that were in the same business and they'd be in the same uh, company for like about five, 10 years and they'd still be making 13 bucks an hour. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. It, it, it's like, go you know, quit the job, go get a job someplace else and make more money. Yeah. And, but what you find out though is most people, they, they, they're, they're afraid of change and they don't want to quit their job because they're afraid they may not, you know, th- th- you know, They'd be first on the, the, the chopping board yeah. at the next job or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's how it's, you know, when, most people get kind of comfortable. You know, they don't really, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily ask for raises. Mm-hmm. You know, people just like to uh, hope that, you know, the uh, <laughs> the company would take care of them and reward them. Mm-hmm. But in reality, no, they don't. Mm-mm. You know, some companies do, but no, a lot of companies don't. You know, yeah. You have to fight for it. And here you got these people that are good workers. They're hard workers. They're just nice people. And they're, they're hoping to be treated nicely. And they don't get treated nicely. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one of the, the thing is like, how do you correct that crap? You know, that, that's, that's where the big problems. And that's one of our biggest issues with America right now is like this in, income inequality is so damn high. Mm-hmm. You know, we're basically like a third world country. No. That's kind of what we're in the head towards in a sense, because like I said, we, we got uh, so many people out there that are, you know. Well, that's what they're saying. Like this, all these taxes, you know, are make, cutting out the middle class. When you're getting like the fifty percent, you know, you're getting up and higher. You're looking at a lot of poor people, a lot of rich people, very little middle class. Yeah, because it seems like people are either making you know forty grand or less, um, or fifty grand or less, mm-hmm. and, or they're making you know a hundred grand or more. <clears throat> yeah. It seems like a lot of those, you know, between fifty and a hundred thousand dollar like salaries don't exist yeah, they're, they're, as much. Yeah, I, I did one study too where I was looking at the, like a. The different they, they they take like the the incomes they divide to fifths, mm-hmm. and it, they they show me what the income was for the, the lower fifth, the middle fifth, mm-hmm. you know, the two middle cast, mm-hmm. and then the the top one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the incomes actually for um, everyone but like the the top bracket is has been going down steadily since Reagan. Mm. I mean, and and the, the the one that's going way up is the the the, the top fifth. And actually, it's not even the top fifth; it's more like the top ten percent. Their income just is skyrocketing. Yeah, it's been skyrocketing. And that's time. what people making two fifty or more. Uh, I, I don't know what the numbers. Well, I don't think that the people are making millions of dollars. Oh, okay. Their, their income's like going like you know now they're making a lot of money, and it's just a few of them. Whereas everyone else is like the middle class type people, um, are 
you know, our incomes are basically going down. Yeah. So that's why there is that. That's exactly what's, that's why you're kind of not like the middle class. Yeah. 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 We're getting to a point, like I said, we're getting more and more close to like a, a lot of really, really rich, rich people and a lot of, I mean, a few really, really rich people and a lot of people struggling. Yeah. So anyways, I think that's enough for politics. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are my, my go-to type things that I go to. They talk about a lot, and it'd be nice if people can like you know. I think I think again, politics. Be nice if people can come to some goals. It's like okay, do we think it's good to have a country with a bunch of filthy rich, you know, some filthy rich people and a lot of poor people? It's like can we at least agree that that's not good, and then try finding some solutions to do that. And it'd be nice if you can like have like a if you have an idea for how to correct the problem, you know, or, or even with you know have some benchmarks that we to look at these numbers and say okay, we think this is going to help out. Then see, did it actually go down? Right. When we implement that policy. You know, uh, I, I wish they do with other things too, like like the debt, you know, revenue. I think if we're going to cut taxes, we're going to get more revenue. Stupid, but <laughs> yeah, I think if we're going to cut taxes, we're going to get more revenue. Oh, really? Okay, let's see if that happens. If it doesn't <laughs> then you know double the taxes, right? Because you, know, you, you know you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> well, we made it through the show without sleeping. I know. <laughs> I actually managed to uh, talk in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to uh, brush up on some of that stuff because I'm I'm not in the you know now with all of that that we were talking to, so I couldn't add much. But I, I, put, I, I go always to, learn. Yeah, go to the, <laughs> my show. I always have links on them. Yeah. But uh, this show I have too. I have from last week. But um, I have some links on my website where I can explain this stuff nicely and show some nice little graphs and um, you know. I wish people would just look at it and just except when I direct people to it. They always go to well, yeah, but Republicans this and Democrats this and you know that you know they they start getting into that little fight there. And it's like, can we just have a discussion? And say, hey, we have you know the debt, right? You know, can we agree that we should balance it? <laughs> I mean, we should balance the budget. Can we just agree on that first and go forward instead of saying, well, it's your fault, your fault? It's like, no, let's just let's just get done. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, once again, the website's thegoodrivengym.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Elizabeth, for. <laughs> <laughs> for being with me today. <laughs> thanks, thanks for standing or sitting across from me and <laughs> yeah, keep, keep you awake. <laughs> we miss you, Ronnie. We miss you, Ronnie. Come back next week. She's on vacation again. <laughs> Party girl. Party girl. <laughs> Girls always on vacation. <laughs> All right. All right. Dave and you. All right. <sighs> marketplacehomes.com <laughs> <laughs> check me out yeah we're done <laughs>